Hello and welcome to episode 49 of Our Weird Life. My name is Jack. My name is Jodie. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah. Or if you're a first timer. Hi. Hi. How are you? Nice to meet you. Nice to see you. We are a British couple who live in the mountains of Japan. <laughs> and quite a ride it has been so far. Yes. Jodie. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I feel very energetic today. How do you? I don't know if it's because I had some watermelon. <laughs> Does that usually give you own energy? I just really like watermelon. It is nice. It makes me really happy. Yeah. It makes me think of summer. And also fruit is really expensive in Japan. Mm. Very so, much so. So if someone brings me some watermelon, you are my new favourite person. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so that's Jack today, because he bought me a little packet of watermelon. I did. It's very summery, isn't it, that fruit? Mm, it's really crunchy. Today. Have you ever eaten watermelon in the winter? Or would that be just completely wrong? Ooh, I've never <laughs> thought about that. Like one of the coldest fruits that exists. <laughs> yeah, well, we struggle to eat bananas in the winter, don't we? Well, they freeze pretty much, don't they? Yeah, it's really weird. Like, so you'd think that in the summer they go browner quicker. Mm. But I've got news for you folks, they don't. <laughs> so our kitchen is basically... It has, like, we live in a really, really old Japanese house. And our kitchen has, like, no heating whatsoever. There's, like, one panel of glass which has little slits all the way down. Like, you could literally unwind it. And, mm. like, it's just there's air constantly flowing through there. We're basically living outside. Yeah. Really. So when, <laughs> when we're in the winter, it's, like, the kitchen is just, like, a little freezer. And the bananas, they go brown within, like, a day. Well, it, I think it's more like black, actually. It's, yeah, like, uh, it's, frost, it's like banana frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> but the weirdest thing is when you open the banana, it's perfectly fine. Hmm. What's that about? It's like, um, what's that thing where you can have your body like suspended like so you don't die? Like cry, cryogenic yeah. um, freezing or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's like that, but for a banana. Banana, yeah. Yeah. So weird. And then well, obviously you bite into them in the morning. Basically, just biting into like ice because it's Very soft. Nice. It's not frozen, but it's cold. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and that's all I ever eat for breakfast. So in winter, it's like what are you gonna eat? It's traumatizing. Yeah, a yogurt. I know. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I've started to turn into the, like uh, some kind of primal caveman at this time of year. Oh my gosh! Because I'm like Jack. I'm fighting the elements and I'm fighting the beasts that are outside <laughs> trying so, to kill us. <laughs> yesterday I was just calmly painting in my art room, which mm. is now its new name, and the window was open. We got these huge like shutter window things and sliding big glass windows. So that was open. The other one was open, and there was like um, a net, like an insect net. Mm. Um, and every now and then, Jack would just walk, come stomping past through the jungle around our house and be like, <laughs> <laughs> stab, stab, stab. Like, he was just, like, I said, you literally like a caveman today. I was equipped yesterday. I had a shovel in one hand. And uh, I've got this, it's really, <laughs> so they know how to deal with, like, insect problems in Japan. One of the things that you can buy to deal with hornets and wasps and whatnot it's like this big, it's like a flamethrower, except yeah. it's smoke. And it's, it's like, like it's just like, it's insta-kill yeah. for things that want to kill you. And um, Jody eagle-eyed spotted a, a nest that was starting to be formed mm. right by our door. So in comes 
<laughs> in comes Tarzan. Ah! And he's going to kill all the Oh my God, I couldn't hornets. get in the house before he was out with the thing <laughs> in his hand like a bazooka. Like It's exciting. What can I say? He was like, move out the way, wench. <laughs> <laughs> this is my territory. Let me at him. <laughs> Um, but no, they're really dangerous here, like the hornets. And this particular one yesterday was like black, really black, um, with like a yellow. A single yellow band thing around Yeah. Them. I don't yeah. know which is which, which one is more dangerous. So that was one. And then you found another one around the back, didn't you? And he was huge. Well, so on, I think it was thir- uh, Wednesday or Thursday, as I came back from work, an ant nest or ant hill, whatever you call them, had popped up just by the steps to our front door. And from experience, because we've had ants that have literally just, like, swarmed through the wardrobes as a result of not dealing with them. I was like, right, that's it. Get the powder. Destroy the nest. Bing, bang, bosh. (laughs) I did that. Mm. But then the next day, they were still carrying eggs back and forth from the nest, like a couple of them, trying to save them, I think, and take them elsewhere. Oh, don't say save them. It sounds so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen ant eggs? I have, yeah, last year. They, they did Very it Very weird. The little maggoty things. Mm. Horrible. Um, so I went out for a second day and I put more powder down. But the weirdest thing happened, I was like moving dirt just to make sure I got everything. And this head emerges through the like the soil. Mm. And it's a bloody, it's a hornet, a full-size one that has just been born. I didn't even know they came out of the ground. But been this, born? How do you know it was born? Yeah, there was a chrysalis. Oh. Like a brown chrysalis or like a... Oh, you didn't tell me that. Did they shed their skin or something like that as, as well? I thought he might have been in there eating the the larvae. Well, whatever happened, he wasn't there when I went out. So oh, I, I just weird. moved this bit of dirt and this like, and he was big as well. Wow. So I was just like, ah. Oh. just chopped his head off, didn't you? <laughs> did. didn't, he didn't even have the spray this time. He just had a stick or something. Yeah, I just went the whole hog <laughs> crazy attacking the nest. But the thing is... These things are really dangerous, and if they get mm. time to start making a nest, which there were, there mm. was like another hive that was appearing on the rock. I don't know where they get the time to do all this stuff. I mean, that, that's all they do, Jack. What do you mean? They don't go to work every day. No, that but is I'm their like, job. I'm working against them. Oh, you just didn't see it. You didn't see the one that I spotted. No, they've probably built another one now. It's a really strange there. material that they they that starts forming. It's soft and dries hard, doesn't it? Yeah, but like it was, it's spongy initially. Oh, really. Like, you can see all the chambers that it makes mm-hmm. to, like, travel in between uh, through the the nest thing. But initially, it was so soft. It was, like, papery wafer, almost. That's strange. Um, and, yeah, and then it hardened, I suppose. Did you get the one that flew away, the big one? Yes. You did? I did. He's brown bread. He's gone. This is what happens when we live in a country that we... we <laughs> like, we come from a, a land of hedgehogs. And foxes. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Like in the UK, there's just things aren't around which intend to or can cause you like so much harm. They really death. are. Like troll death. Like, so the, the other day, this is in our local area, there, there's an old man who he's like 98 years old and him and his granddaughter, who's like in her 30s, were going out into the bush and um, picking some wild berries because they wanted to make some jam. And the whole point, like, the reason they were doing it was because they said, oh, well, let's do it before the bears come down and get the berries because usually the bears are, always eat these berries. So they were there picking them. They only saw a blooming bear. 
Oh my gosh. And the funniest thing as well, so the granddaughter was like, oh my gosh, granddad, quick, let's go. And they start running away and and he was like, oh, me deny, like I didn't see it. And he like, he like stops and like turns around and tries to like put lift his head over the bushes to try and she's like granddad i don't care if you didn't see it i saw it let's go run old man (laughs) (laughs) you've lived this long he's like well i didn't see it it's like Maybe how can you get to ninety eight years old and still be like, oh no, I need to see a bear? Yeah, but Surely maybe you wanted bears. like a glorious death. Maybe that's what you, you wanted to go down like fighting one. They're how, not that big either. How these good ones. would that sound to your grandkids? Not in front of your like granddaughter. What happened to old Granddad Hoshi? Well, <laughs> my boy, he died fighting a bear. That'd be great. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess, but I, I just. No, ninety eight years old is. I think he'd be like, forget this. Yeah. And and she was she was running and and she's like, where's my granddad? Oh my god, he stopped and turned around <laughs> to look at the bear. I the worry temptation is that too if great. we ever come face to face with the bear, I worry that's what will happen to me because I want to see one so bad. I'm just like. Ooh. Well, she told me that she she shouldn't have run away because they're black bears here as well, so you shouldn't run away from them. Yeah, it's not good, is it? And she said. That's like she was shocked that that's what she did because, mm. like, her whole life she's been told not to the run from to a her. bear, yeah. and that is literally what she did is run, run away. Luckily, it didn't see her, I was too like occupied with the berries. Mm. Um, it was, a, it was a child though, right? A baby one, or was it an adult? I think it, she said it was like, I think like this big, yeah, that's probably a baby one then, but they're not, they're not that big, the black ones, no. No, they're not. The problem is if if you see well, actually, what's worse? I, I don't know if like it's worse to see the, the the offspring or to see the mother, because usually mm. you know that if you see the offspring, the mother is very close by. Yeah, probably. But if you it. see the mother, <laughs> you know, like it might oh. be the same in reverse, and she's yeah. like, "Well, you're you're not going to hurt my." If you see the offspring, cubs. then maybe you have a better chance of getting away, like as in before the mother sees you. I suppose so. You are you're supposed to just like freeze and back away you, really slowly aren't you yeah you will not catch me looking for berries i don't care how good the jam is no i just buy it <laughs> yeah, apparently they love the jam don't they they're, sorry they love the jam <laughs> bears love putting it on the toast in the morning um, <laughs> they love they love the berries around here i'm in them i'm in the japanese uh girl well, love jam or loves berries. That's why she was there. She was picking the berries to make jam. Yeah, they're always making jam, aren't they? That's why I said you won't catch me making jam. <laughs> we don't need to. We're drowning in the stuff. <laughs> we are drowning in jam. We There's... have so much jam. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of very kind local people that happen to love making jam. Yeah, they just keep giving it to us, don't they? And um, we we'll probably have like ten jars of jam in the in the fridge right now. I've eaten more jam since I've been in Japan than I've ever had in my life. Yeah, but. That's very kind, it's kind of them, nonetheless. It's very kind. It's just for two people. We just can't get through that much jam. And they're just like, oh, do you want to try some of my jam? And you're like, yeah, of course. Like, why would I say no? But also no, because I have so much jam. <laughs> Please don't give <laughs> me any more. I can't eat the amount of toast that would warrant this amount of jam. <laughs> this is like years worth of jam that you've just given me. I wanted to... Um, Seeing as we are a channel that's based in Japan right now, I wanted to give the people a bit of culture. Okay. Uh, so very soon, on the 7th of July, 
will be Tanabata. Oh. Tanabata is the Japanese star festival. That's cute. Um, so I just wanted to tell you about the origins of what the where the story, uh, sorry, what the festival means, where it came from. Yay. All that kind of stuff. Um, so what the Japanese usually do is they make a wish and they'll write it on a piece of paper or mm-hmm. like on a, you know, a tag or something like that and they will hang it onto a tree. That's yeah. what usually happens in schools. We did that anyway. last year, didn't we? Well, I've already written my wish. I've been given mine, so you'll get yours on Monday. Um, so. so last year I wrote that I wanted to see my family. Okay. That didn't come true, so no. there we go. I- <laughs> 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 so much for the Star Festival for me. <laughs> didn't work. So shove it. <laughs> I've, I've been a bad girl uh, or whatever. The, the no, I, I'm, I'm, I don't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure I'm... I'm I wished for a very similar thing, and also it did not happen. Mm. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe just wasn't our turn that year. Anyway, mm-hmm. nevertheless, it's one of the five major festivals. That I know what I'll wish for Japan. this year because I guarantee it'll come true. What would you wish for? Jam. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be like, yes, it came true. You find or, <laughs> if I wish for it, maybe I won't get any, which will be great. Oh, that's true. It goes like the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what I want is thousands of jars of jam, and then all you, it just got like you never get a single one again <laughs> the whole time that we're here. At least once a week, delivery of jam. Okay, so, anyway, <laughs> Tanabata is the Star Festival, and I'll tell you why it's the Star Festival. Okay. So, the story follows the princess of the heavens, her name is Orihime, who lived by the Milky Way, and a hard working young cow herd called Hikoboshi who lived on the other side of the Milky Way. Orihime made beautiful kimonos, and she was very skilled at weaving. However, because of how busy she was working, she had no time for finding love. Oh, no. What a shame. Seeing her daughter sad, her father, the god of the heavens, allowed her to meet with Hikobushi. The two fell in love, got married, and ended up being so enraptured with each other they played from morning to night that they started to neglect their duties. Uh, That's uh, bad if you're a princess and bad if you're a cow herd. What are the cow's going to do? Well, they can just wander around. Exactly. No milking. No ice cream. <laughs> Orihime stopped weaving and Hikawashi's cows were so thin that they fell ill one after the other. Oh, no. Orihime's father got angry, so he initially forbade the two from meeting each other, separating them on either side of the Milky Way once again. Oh my God, star-crossed lovers. Yeah, precisely. However, seeing how depressed his daughter was after she was separated from her lover, he let the star-struck couple meet once a year on July the 7th, the seventh day of the seventh month, which corresponds to the celebration of Tarlambata. So oh, That's so cute. It's basically two stars meeting. Mm. for once a year to, like, share their love and then they'll part again for another year. Oh, my God, that's so sad. I want to cry. It's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. But it's nice, but it's also kind of sad. I thought it was to do with, um, like, the summer solstice. How do you say it? Solstice. Solstice. Or something to do with, like, um, like shooting stars because of Animal Crossing. I mean, that's the way, that's the way <laughs> it's portrayed, I think. Yeah. Um, but oh, that's really sweet. It is. It's crossed with a Chinese festival too, actually. Mm. Um, and over time, as everything did with to do with language and culture, they started to cross. And yeah, 
But um, so yeah, on the 7th of July, you too can celebrate Tanabata. How do you celebrate Tanabata, Jack? So usually they hang a bamboo ornaments is what the, um, the traditional way to make the, the wishes that you put on them. Um, and that dates back to the Edo period, period, so it's been going quite a while. Bamboo is a symbol of vitality because it, is very, it has very strong roots. It grows extremely fast and is believed that its hollow interior allows gods to, to dwell inside. Yeah, like the baby one. Yeah, exactly. The little peach one. It's funny how those stories all like cross into each other, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah. So during the Star Festival, people write their wishes on paper cards that are strung on bamboo branches. And at the end of the festival, the wishes, together with the branches, are burnt so that the wishes will become true. Yeah, they, like, go into the air, don't they? Yeah, but they do the same thing with the... Um, at New Year. What they call the Daruma dolls. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, the, so the Daruma dolls, you, you may or may not have seen an image of them, they, they usually like little faces inside, like red or blue or yellow costumes on there, and they're round. Yeah, it's like a little, circle. Like eggs. Yeah, it looks like an egg with, like, an angry kind of face on yeah it. usually and the eyes are white and blank yeah completely white yeah so what you do is you fill in one of the eyes at the start of, at the, the, start year, of the year yeah. you buy a new one that's it and then if the wish comes true that you make um during that time you fill in the other eye mm-hmm. if it doesn't you burn it along with the other ones right on i think you, i think you might even burn them anyway <clears throat> i think it's like you regardless you yeah. you burn it yeah so they do like making wishes, don't they? Yeah, gives you hope, I yeah, guess. Absolutely. Do anyway. you know what a star is in Japanese, Jack? Star. Well, I know the surname Hoshi, mm. which is very common in Japan, is um, that means star to the kanji. Yeah. There is another. There's a few other words for star, though. I guess. But I guess Tana, right? <laughs> or <laughs> one of those two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's what I was going to say, Hoshi. <laughs> okay, yeah. You see that all the time, don't you? Because the, there's so many surnames that are, are like that from people around us. Yeah, I think Watanabe is like the most common surname mm. that I hear in Japan. I hear Sato a lot. Sato and Sano. Yeah, mm. they're very common. Yeah. Um, Igarashi too. Oh, I, I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I guess we hear Maybe. different ones, don't we, because of where we're, like, where we're based. Yeah. We're going to hear, like, a certain kind of surname more commonly than further down mm-hmm. south, I suppose. Um, anyway, Aww. that's this time of year in Japan. That's almost like Valentine's Day, but not really. Yeah, I guess like so. they should have it as, like, a Valentine's Day. Because they also don't really have Valentine's Day in Japan. They, they kind of have it, but, like... It's called, like, White Day. Yeah. And then, like... Is it like girls' day? And yeah. the one one of the days the girls give chocolates to boys and the other day In the reverse. boys give chocolates to girls. Yeah. And they're like a month apart or something or like two weeks apart. They're very close, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah. The, the one is on the 14th of February, but it's not Valentine's Day. And then the other one is like two weeks after. Yeah. Or before. That's true. It's really strange. But it, it, it feels that the that is geared more towards like the reverse you know like um girls giving boys the gifts mm-hmm. that seems to be the focus of that rather than yeah um what then, our valentine's day which tends to be more like yeah 
Either way it's, around. Yeah, it definitely is like the girls give the gifts to the boys. Yeah. Um, and then on the girls' day, mm-hmm. it reverses. But I don't know how where, or when the girls' day came in. It's, uh, I don't know if it's like a coming-of-age kind of day as well. I'm not sure. I think it is. Uh, yeah, but like we'll say, talk about that around February, I guess. <laughs> when we get there. <laughs> when we get there. That'll probably fly around, no doubt. Jodie, oh got God. a question for you. Young. Would you go to a botanical museum to smell death? Oh, no. <laughs> Your answer surprises me. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, absolutely not. No way. I've, well, heard, I've heard that that is literally the worst smell in the world. Well, you're in a minority, apparently. Because crowds have been flocking to see the corpse flower that produces a dead body smell after it goes into rare bloom. The plant only grows in the wild in the rainforests of Sumatra, but is endangered there due to deforestation. So now it's blooming and people have gone to go and see this. It's a very unusual looking flower. It's massive, actually. Well, that's that one. Yeah. Wow, it's beautiful. Apparently it gives off the smell of a dead body. That's gross. But also, like, if you just said to me, would you go and smell this unusual, like, endangered flower? Mm. I'd say yes, probably. Right. But if you told me, do you want to go to this museum and smell a dead body? No. <laughs> and I don't think I would be in the minority there. Well, I would, <laughs> no, that's probably true. I was curious because it seemed like so many people were going to see this one, you know. Yeah. But I wonder what percentage of those people actually were like, they were going there for the smell, not the flower. I mean, I'd, be, I'd definitely be curious. Like, you know, it's like, it's not something you ever want to smell, but it's something that you hear is horrific. And so you say you've heard you th- that that is like one of the worst smells? Like the worst smell ever. God, I can't even imagine. It must be dreadful. But and tying <laughs> on to dark. that, I know, what I wanted to ask you was mm-hmm. for you, what are some of the worst smells? Oh my God, asparagus when it's gone off. Oh, it's awful, isn't Don't it? Don't even put that anywhere near me. I swear to God, I will smack you. Like one time, multiple times actually, because asparagus, you know, there's a, it has a short life, I think. It doesn't last when, very long, does it? Really? No, from when you have to eat it. Yeah. And I always forget about it, but <laughs> this one time, this asparagus, uh, I don't know how long it had been there, it got like water in the bag. When I tell you that I actually threw up, I did. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. I'm I'm very sensitive to smells, aren't I? Like extremely. Like I'll open the bin and it doesn't have to be even that bad, but I just can't control myself. Just like <laughs> <laughs> literally. Oh, I used to because when I had a dog, I used to clean up the dog muck in the garden, but I would literally be crying as i'm going around <laughs> like my my entire face is like bright red and there's tears streaming down my face yeah i, mean, I just can't help it i don't know what it is i would say that dog poop is pretty bad yeah it is bad. Like, do you remember when you were a kid and <sighs> you would inevitably like you, you're playing and you would step yeah. right in a pile of and it and just wouldn't leave for hours and it would just be like it'd it's be like there forever stuck up your nose all the worst thing is when someone a kid didn't know that they'd trodden in it and they'd bring it in the house and there'd just be like this this smell oh everywhere oh god who's trodden in dog poo yeah that you know I'm really glad you brought that up okay because <laughs> you're welcome I wanted to mention this since living in Japan for three years I have never trod in dog poo me not too once. not once I'm raising my hand me too 
And I'll tell you something else as well. Um, this is like the, the thing that they do here. Um, if their dog has a poop, let me know if this happens in your country. I'm really curious. It does not freaking happen in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> so the dog does a poop, obviously. They pick it up and then they have a little water bottle and they <laughs> clean the pavement with the water. They clean the pavement. Just and absorb then, that. They clean the pavement. They clean the pavement with a little bottle of water and it like squirt, they squirt it on there to make sure it's all gone. Yep. And then the other day, this was absolutely the cherry on the top. I've never seen this before. I was, so I was at traffic lights and I was just sitting there and like this lady's obviously cleaning the pavement after her dog had just done a poop. And she had a Shiba Inu. Well, Shiba. <laughs> Inu means dog. <laughs> she, <laughs> Shiba dog. Um, and they've got like this like fluffy tail which like comes up. So like the hole is exposed all the time. <laughs> Anyway, she takes a tissue, right, and she bends down and she starts, like, wiping her dog's bum. Oh, God. I know. But there was, like, nothing on there, like, because they've got a white butt, right? So I I couldn't see anything on there. I was like, what is she doing? And I was like, and then I think I've seen it before as well, but, like, not really paid attention to it. But that time I had, like, full, like, front view seats because I was sitting at the traffic lights. Front row seats. I couldn't stop laughing. To the Sheba's annuals. But, like, yeah. And and she was getting in there. Like, oh, it wasn't... Do you mean getting in there? Like, like shoving like, the tissue in? <laughs> no. No, like... And pulling out like a magic trick. It wasn't just like a tap, tap, tap. It was like, if, as if you were... You know when you see, like, a mum wiping a baby's face when they've got, like, like food on it or something? I see. Like, like a kid's aggressively, face. you mean? Yeah, like, aggressively, yeah. Okay. Why, don't, why are mums so aggressive with that, by the way? Um, like, wiping away stuff. On, on it's your probably face. like part annoyance. They're like, come here. <laughs> yeah. like start scraping your skin off with the thumb. Also, they've probably been like wiping your bum and cleaning your snot for like years. They're probably sick of it, aren't they? Yeah, it's all it's great. Like, I told you not to eat that jam donut. Well, you, it's all over you your face. Filthy animal. <laughs> Every time I clean you up and you just make a bloody mess again. Oh. Um, that's funny. So she was really getting in there to clean this dog's. Yeah, it was not, she was not being shy about it. And then I reali- I think I've realised, like, oh, I've seen that before. So that's, like, the norm here to, like, clean up the street and clean up your dog. And, I, and I'm, like, I've seen, no wonder I've never tried in dog poop. Well, exactly. I, I've, I've seen them use the water bottles to clean the, mm. any, like, remaining bits away off the pavement. I've never seen the, the dog's... Wiping. ...arse cleaned. Mm. I, this By is what owner. I envision, right? I'm going to get off the plane to the UK and then come down the steps and squish. Like, just immediately uh, yeah. tread in it. And just be like, yeah, of course. That probably will happen, actually. <laughs> Especially now you've said it. That's going to be a ton of battle wish. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to never tread in dog poo. You'll go straight in it. It's horrible. You know I what, mean, as well, with like a nice new running trainers. Oh, can you imagine making oh a mess? Oh, my God, I think I'd just punch somebody. I'd be so mad. I'd take them off and I'd just <laughs> lob them in a rice paddy somewhere. After not training in dog poo for three years. Yeah. That's quite a length of time, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose. When was the last time you tried in dog poo? That is not Yeah. <laughs> Send us a... Leave us a comment. When was the last time? <laughs> when was the last time? Um, it's strange, though, because the way we talk about it, it's almost like it's a, like it's a surprise. Yeah. Why should that be a surprise? Mm. That like your gum. animal that you own drops a load all over the floor, yeah. makes a mess for other people to, to 
potentially tread in and you have to clean it up what a liberty <laughs> do you know what i mean why is yeah. that so weird like it, you should have to do that so tell me have you ever left a dog poo on the side of the road oh um n- never i've never left like a okay i can think of a time oh, when i have here we go folks here we go i've never left a solid one so you know every now and again that's why you need a water bottle precisely it's my new thing it's my new thing if I'd look if I'd have been if I'd have been educated in this when I was the age I was whenever I was walking my dog then but dogs have bad stomachs just like Mm, humans every mm. now and again at this particular time it was just it was not um, containable right like I had a bag yeah I tried Oh no! It just went everywhere. I think it went on my hand as well. There's oh defi- there's a, there's no! Several occasions when it's, no. it's, it's ended up on my hand. Sorry, no. Yeah. What are you doing? You put the bag over your. <laughs> the hand. way you looked at my hand, then like it was still on there. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, get it away from me! I did look at him like you. <laughs> what? Why? What? No, I'm 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 annoyed that you don't put you put the bag over your hand. There's no way it should be on your hand, and then you put the plastic picky upper thing. No, it was it had like flicked off. You know, like, because plastic bags oh, are a bit no. like... Well, I've got very gangly fingers. Thank you. I pride myself <laughs> on it. <laughs> you know one of the best inventions I ever used for picking up dog poop? Oh, well, it was like um, It was like a claw, and you would hold the claw, and then you put the bag... Sorry, you put the bag over the claw, yeah, and then... Yeah, everyone has that. That's why I said to you, how did you get it on your hand? I, you you no, it was just hand. It. I didn't have that then. I didn't have that implement. Oh. Not that it would have been any true. good. When we had our dog, I didn't have that either. And that was my least favourite thing because it would be warm. Oh, so I'd let it go You have cold. to feel it. Oh, This is horrible God. conversation. I literally hate myself. I don't want to talk about this at all. Okay. <laughs> this is horrible. Okay, let's move away from let's move away from dog poop. Needless to I'm say... I'm sorry if you're eating you by don't, any You chance. don't see it in Japan or very little of it anyway. So mm. if you ever leave it on the side of the road, boo his boo. Don't do it again. Boo his boo. Naughty. I've, dr- I've driven back to pick up a dog poop. Yeah, so you should. It's, it's, it's bad, you know. It's, it's not good, is it, really? But I've, I've almost definitely left one before. I must have. I, I, I don't think I've ever... I've never intentionally left one. And if I have, I've gone back because I haven't I've had a bag or whatever. I've been like, oh, there's no saving that one. I think there. that's happened once, honestly, one oh, particular time. That. I've never seen them in Japan. No, but it's because they, they they wash away, don't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so back back to my question. <laughs> Besides, so asparagus was a bad one when it goes oh, rough. God, don't even. Yeah. And then I think we I think we can universally agree that dog poop is yeah. Well, all forms of, of poo are, are bad, right? Can do you have a point to this, or can we move on to nice smells? One more bad smell. Okay. Oh, I have to say a bad one. Just like the thing that is the just the worst thing for you, you can't deal with. Um, or the something you've smelt that was just like just that was atrocious, you know. The asparagus the asparagus was interesting because you don't assume that you know mm, that would be one of the worst. I don't like like egg. You know, it's like eggs in the microwave. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Or it, like that's not good. Like a ready meal, it's got an egg in it and you've oh, no thanks. Yeah. Have you, noticed, have you noticed how, I'm just imagining my, my like, what do you call this? <laughs> my gorge is rising. Esophagus. Esophagus, yeah. It's like <laughs> right, right up in the back of my throat. Um, have you noticed how Japanese egg sandwiches don't smell? Mm, I think they're because mostly mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? No, I mean, you get sandwiches that got whole eggs on and they, they just don't smell. Now, even if you buy an egg, you know, like, because there's this amazing thing. Japan is pretty cool, you know, just saying. <laughs> it's decent. In 7-Eleven, you can buy, like, a hard-boiled egg oh, yeah. as a snack. How weird is that? Really odd. You can buy a two-pack or a one, like, a singular. You have to peel it, mm. but it, it doesn't smell. It doesn't smell at all, it and it smell. tastes amazing and the yolk is like orange and it's perfect and they've even started selling ones now that are slightly more runny oh mm. you got a choice they are i think they're about 10 yen more wow. how pay, much is the egg like you gotta pay like that for 70 that yen or something liquidity huh? um, how much is, how much is the egg 50 yen no it's a i think it's about 90 yen i mean it's nothing is it? 90 it's like, yen it's like you six, could buy a whole pack for 105 60 p for for a, I guess they for a hard boiled egg, it's done. It's a good snack. You, you realise how many of these things are, like, when we don't have them anymore, mm. let's say we, when we go back to the UK, yeah. we'll be like, where's the hard boiled eggs? <laughs> where's the bars of chicken that I used to be able to buy? Oh, God, I left a chicken bar in my car. <laughs> oh, that was something else that smelt really bad, rice when it's gone off. Oh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I left my lunchbox in my... I need to just not put anything in that glove co- compartment because I keep forgetting stuff in there. So they have these bars in Japan that it's like... It's called a chicken bar. It's, so imagine like a cheese string, but it's made of chicken. Yeah. And it's really thick and it's thicker than... It's probably double the size of a cheese string. Mm. Um, Tastes great. I, well, I never tried one because I bought one the other day and I left it in I left it in the car for what like you, What was your days. verdict of the chicken bar? I didn't eat it, Jack. I left it in the car. Is that the first one you ever had? Yes. Oh, okay. So I thought, forget that. That's fate. I'm not going to eat one of those. And then I left my lunchbox in the glove compartment too. And it's and it, the, the rice, the rice. I can't with rice. It's just it's gone a, off. It's bit, that's one of the things I hate. You know, it's this particular act of you know if you've got a sealed container. Yes. Obviously, you can't smell anything because it's sealed. Well, and then you open it up. And it's just like someone has evacuated the barrels, like, immediately. It's hot, but it's that's awful. the weird thing. It was in the container. And it still smelled. Yeah. Well, it was hot. It was hot. Uh, that cannot be a sealed container. Then. No, one time. One time I I had to do, like, a job at a festival. And it was a Latitude Festival in the UK. Latitude. And it was about a four and a half, five hour drive from mm. where I, 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 was li- I lived. And um, so we... We had like a, a house for the week, and um, which was close to the festival, and we had to buy food for ourselves and everything. So obviously, I just took all my food out when I left and put it in the car and drove back. Obviously, it's in the summer. I didn't really think about that. Um, and when I was driving, some butter got dislodged from my food, and butter. Butter. I had a tub of butter. But I didn't think about it. I just grabbed everything that was mine and just shoved it in the car. Um, And it melted and it went everywhere. (laughs) There was butter everywhere, all in my car. And there was like, you know where you put your your fingers on the door to like open the door? It's like a little well. Mm -hmm. That was full of butter. Did you dip your bread in it? (laughs) (laughs) No. I didn't. That sounds like an absolute mess. How the hell did you get that out? Yeah, my my mom helped me. Oh, good yeah. mom. <laughs> good mom. <laughs> nice good mom. mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> no, I was like, ah. Oh. 
everywhere. In a car as well. You just don't want that, do you? Don't. Yeah. If you if you buy some butter, if you go for a picnic, <laughs> don't leave it in you car. don't need to take it home with you. No. You know? Not at all. <laughs> so, okay. Moving on from... We haven't got much time left, but moving on from bad smells, what's, your, what's the, the best smell in the world? The best smell in the world is sun skin smell, and you know this. That is, that is wonderful, isn't it? And Jack didn't even know this until I told him about it. It is. You've been out all day, baked by the heat, the sun's rays. Not, not even baked, like just like you've been out. Maybe you've gone for a picnic, maybe it's a sunny day. Not too hot, just, you know, it's sunny. A light grilling. You've not got any sun cream on because it's not, like, super hot, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Or you're just doing something outside and you come in from the outdoors and there's this overwhelming sun skin smell. Mm. I don't know how to describe it, but if you smell your arm after you've been in the sun, that is my favourite smell. I don't know if it smells different on other people. That is my favourite smell. That is great. For some reason, it's why is it best here? Like, yeah, like in the crease. Like in the crease of your arm. If you your bend elbow. your arm and smell there, well, when it's the appropriate time. Yeah, it's <laughs> it smells really good. my favourite smell. It's very It makes warming, me really happy. Calm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good smell. I'm glad that you agree. I do. I was um, like, smell your arm, Jack, after he's been in the sun. He's like, boy, I'm, like, I'm telling you now. It's, a it's, it's amazing. Like when people say, like, baby's head smells really good. What's that about? How come that's a thing? I don't know, really. I, I've got to say, I, I can't say I ever smelt anything from a baby's head that really was like, ooh. They just smell, I don't know. Babies tend to smell like like baby wipes most of the time. Maybe that's it, though. They just, they just, just the nice. smell of baby wipes. Yeah. I suppose so. I like the smell soft. of petrol. Oh, God, no. What a smell. No, no. I could sit in a gas station all day. Really? <laughs> no, it's an exaggeration. No wonder your nostrils aren't sensitive and mine are. Oh, do you reckon it's like all the... Yeah, you just there like... It's all burnt out, the sensors. With your window open. <laughs> <laughs> number Give nine. Give me gasoline. Close the window, number nine. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make you do that, do they, in Japan? No. Oh, that's another thing. They don't make thing. you close your windows and they don't make you turn off your engine. They fill up your car for you. Oh, wonderful. They come to the car and like, it's this much. And then you pay them. And they also, while you're waiting, while they're filling your car up, they clean your windows. Yeah. They clean your windows. I mean, the, you feel it most, like, in the dead of winter. I'm like, do I have to pay for that? They're like, no. Just pull part of the service. You know, it's absolutely freezing. Oh, and you've gosh. spent ages heating up your car and you don't want to get out. And uh, like it's bad enough in the UK. Yeah, you, like, it's who who want, who enjoys getting out of the car for no, no one? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's quite a. Oh, I'll, I'll miss that. It's amazing. <laughs> I've actually actively driven. I've done this multiple times. Driven to other petrol stations after I've pulled in and realised the person isn't running out to fill up my <laughs> like, car. It's like a self-service. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, this one's up to me. No thanks. I'm like <laughs> driven off. <laughs> Forget this. I've done that multiple times. <laughs> but also, like, the machine's confusing and you have to pay before and... Some of them are really, like, And I don't even know complex. how to open my cap now because I don't... I've never done it ever the whole time I've been here. <laughs> That's true. I'm like, what is it, regular? I have no idea because I just drive up and they do it. No, they just... Uh, how, many, how many of those attendants do you reckon have put the wrong one? 
into the into the car. I think yeah, a few. Hmm. I think that's probably happened before. How much would you pay for that service for a year? Uh, like a monthly subscription to have your petrol filled up. I'd pay a couple of quid. I think I'd pay like a hundred quid. I'll get <laughs> a month. If, a month. <laughs> Just so you don't have to get out of your car. No way. No way. Hundred quid. I just don't like doing it. I, I just I mean, hate it. I was thinking like a, a tenner was steep, but how many times are you going to fill up your car in a month? Maybe two, three times. I just don't like doing it. Okay, hundred d- yeah, quid. <laughs> I'll give you hundred quid. Take this nightmare duty off my hand. Okay, maybe like twelve quid a month. I'd pay. It's like Netflix. It's pretty steep there. Even Netflix is in 12 pounds. Well, actually, no. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I, I'd easily. I, I would. It might be 15, actually. Depends what you got. I just, <laughs> <laughs> just don't like it, especially in the winter. It's not enjoyable. And then you've got to go and touch the, the what do you call them, the hose thing, it's which have been like... touched by loads of people who have wiped their dog's bums. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't, probably. It's not like the worst thing ever. It's just that when you haven't done that, for th- like three years and that someone you has done that for do you it. and they clean your window like listen to this right the other day some some berry or something fell on my windscreen or might have been bird poop I don't know and I was like I'm not going to clean that I'm just going to go to the petrol station because <laughs> I know that they'll clean it, it was done for you. and the funniest thing was she spent so long trying to get it off <sighs> And I, part of me felt a little bit good because I was like, I could have, I could have cleaned that. At home. And part of you was overjoyed because you didn't have to I do have it. To touch it, yeah. Oh, oh. I'm a horrible person. I'd have paid her. I paid her twelve quid. <laughs> Confessions of a guardian. Maybe even twenty pound I'd pay a month. Twenty quid. Well, that's Gosh. more. That's more. That well, you, I tell you what, what, give me twenty quid. I'll go and fill the petrol. But if you're going to oh, pay that do. much, in fact, no, you. I'll raise you to a hundred because you already gave that offer out. No, I realise that's ridiculous. It is. <laughs> anyway, we must bring the podcast to an end there. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us once again. Um, in about three weeks, so for our episode fifty-two, episode fifty-two. That's right. A year. A one-year anniversary of, of doing Avid Life. We're going oh. to be doing a live, uh, live broadcast podcast on with video. Oh my! Yeah, God. you'll get to see our faces. Ooh, it's getting great. <laughs> uh, and we're going to be putting that onto YouTube, mm. so it'll be a YouTube live uh, stream. So we have a YouTube channel. So we'd like you to go and subscribe. And turn on your bell notification so that you are um, notified when we go live. So it will be on the weekend. We don't know what time exactly. We're trying to figure out what's the best time. But if you can go ahead and subscribe, then we know how many of you are. (laughs) Probably like two people, but even so, (laughs) it doesn't really matter. We might keep the live episode up as well afterwards. Um, So, yeah, and you can ask us questions and we'll probably play a game or something. So it should be really fun. Yeah, we'll try and make it uh, nice and entertaining for you. Yeah. Yeah. I just realised it will be Our Weird Live. Our Our Weird weird Live. live. Ah. That's cute. Our Weird Live. Yeah. So our um, YouTube is Our Weird Life Podcast. Yeah, that's Um, right. So hopefully you can find it. Yeah, you'll recognise the little image that you find uh, on all of our podcast streams usually. 
Um, so that's something to look forward to. I'm excited about that. So that's in the air, about three weeks, episode 52, that will be. Um, the the exact details we'll put on our Instagram, so keep an eye on the Instagram page for that. Yep. Jodie's eating watermelon again. I couldn't wait. <laughs> Noticed. <laughs> it was sitting over there. Um, yep, so alongside looking out for Jodie. <laughs> this is not an ASMR channel. Um yeah, I how alongside um, keeping an eye out and subscribing to the YouTube channel, you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Our Weird, Weird Life Pod. Pod. Become part of the Owl Commune Twitty. That's right. Um, if you if you're new to us, you you won't know this, but every week you're treated to one of Jodie's wonderful revolutionary re- re- statements. <laughs> revelatory statements. <laughs> Sometimes it's revolutionary. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Hit me. What you got this week? So my statement for this week is I want you to make a wish. Join in with the Tanabata Festival and write your wish on a little piece of paper or something like that. And um, yeah, join in. Make a wish. But actually believe it because maybe I didn't have enough faith last year to believe the wish. Yep. If you don't believe it's going to come true. Also, a load of kids and teachers were watching me while I wrote it out and I felt very pressured. Oh, yeah. And they mean. were like, what does it say? <laughs> I was like, oh, dear me. So. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, if you, write, lo- write if you love own... jam, go write jam down on a, on a little piece of paper. Hang it up. Find a bamboo tree. Just <laughs> Good come luck. See, just come see us. We've got abundance of jam. Yeah, it's all over the place. And bamboo trees. We do love jam. Want to mention it. Don't get us twisted. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Farewell. Bye. Bye.